peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet. What's good? There's many people that said going into this election, yes, more election talk. I know some of you are tired of hearing about it. Um, and honestly, I wish we could have just had an election day, votes counted, and it been over. That simple. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, I heard some people saying going into this election that this was probably arguably one of the most important elections in U.S. history. Um, I hesitate to say things like that because it's always said, you know, how, like things keep getting said. And at some point it's played out like, come on, man, we've heard this a million times. Every election is the most important election in history, although this time it might be true. And it's not necessarily about um, either candidate, but it is about election security. And part of this, I want to talk about big tech. Now, we have a lot of public denial going on. The tech companies, well, at least Google, I believe I have the video somewhere on one of my hard drives. If not, I'm going to find it and download it again. I know I got it somewhere. I can't remember exactly where before they scrub it from the Internet. But Google had a private meeting after the 2016 election and there were several quotes from that meeting and I can't remember the exact quotation, but one of the people, um, senior executives there stated that we, we can't allow this to happen again. And I remember listening to that and I was kind of disturbed. Now, mind you, I was disturbed as a person that did not vote for Trump, right? Because I know that's a lot. That's the misconception people have is that if you had that belief that you were disturbed by what was going on, it's because you're a Trump supporter. And that wasn't the case. I remember hearing that. And I remember thinking to myself, now, mind you, I'm telling you this as a person that did not vote for Trump in 2016. But I remember thinking to myself, this is crazy that this guy got elected, but this is the guy that people want, you know, so be it. Now, during that election, I and, I and I pay attention. I would I would like to believe I'm a person that pays attention to what's going on. I, I think I do at least fairly. And I don't ever remember thinking anywhere in that election that there was fraud going on. I'm keeping it real with you. I was watching the votes coming in. I was overseas, broke my sleep cycle, woke up in the middle of my sleep cycle, opened my laptop I had CNN open. I had Fox News open. I had uh, Yahoo News open and one other because I try to keep it fair. I want to see all sides. And I remember watching that election and watching the votes come in and watching votes come in for Donald Trump. Yo, I was like, this is crazy as a person that did not vote for Donald Trump. I watched the election, watch how states voted 
And at no point did I think, oh yeah, this is fraudulent. And I didn't, when I tell you now, I was not one of these people that had Trump derangement syndrome, but I did not like the guy, not even slightly. As a matter of fact, one of my statements on Facebook, I remember um, right before that election, I was like, um, uh, for those of you who watch Game of Thrones, I was like, this election is like pick picking between uh, Joffrey and the Mad King. I, I thought we had no options. This was literally my thoughts going into that election. And the whole time watching that election, I was like, hey, this is crazy. Uh, this is what the American people want. We're going to see how this goes. That was my thought. The problem with this election is as I'm watching everything that's carried out, I don't believe any of this. I don't trust this process. <laughs> Amazing that the Philadelphia 76ers had that moniker as they were rebuilding their team, right? Trust the process. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Pennsylvania. I'm not trusting the process right now. There's, there's much going on that does not make sense. Okay, so I'm going to back up a little bit. There is several uh, news stations, anchors, quote unquote, air quote reporters, who said probably a month ago, during the election, you're going to see a, a red mirage, but you're just going to have to wait for the mail-in ballots. So first of all, and I've said this in another video, how did how could they know that every single mail-in ballot coming in was going to be for Biden? How did they know that? How could they know that? There's there's no possible way you could know with any degree of certainty that even half of the mail-in ballots coming in would be for one candidate. But somehow, somehow all of these pundits were selling us. There's two things they sold us. One, they sold us that all the mail-in ballots were coming in were going to be for Biden. Two, they sold us on the fact that this is going to take weeks and there's going to be litigation. And in the end, Biden is going to win. Donald Trump cannot be president. He will be unseated. If there's one thing I've learned through elections, my first election was uh, the, the Bush-Gore election. And even during that time, if it's one thing I learned is, man, it's hard to call some of these things when they're tight. And even this election, I said myself, it could go either way. Now, according to what my eyes are seeing, it appears as though Trump has a larger degree of support. But there's a lot of people who hate Trump, so it could go the other way. I am on record a few days ago. I recorded a video where I said this. I said, I believe Trump is going to win, but I don't know. This is going to be close. But the one thing that bothers me going into this election and with everything I see is nothing about this ballot count seems honest. I know I can't be the only person thinking this. Now, this is what I hope doesn't happen. And I'm in a mental conundrum about this because I do believe election fraud is going on. You don't have to believe that. I'm not trying to peddle some conspiracy theory. I'm just saying things don't make sense. That's all I'm saying. I believe fraud is going on I, and I could be wrong. All I have right now is circumstantial evidence. I don't have any hard proof, but there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that that points to the fact that there's a huge possibility of voter fraud. I don't have proof, so I'm not going to sell it as though I'm 100% correct, but things are weird. I have people I follow. There's a guy I follow, Maj Touré, libertarian. 
I followed him for a while. I disagree with him a lot. I agree with him sometimes. And that's another thing. I try, I do my best not to live in an echo chamber. I, I do my best to hear out people I disagree with. Now, I will admit wholeheartedly, there's some people that I just really can't stomach just because their commentary is not in fairness. Their commentary is 100% partisanship. I always make it known I have my political leanings um, and they are more conservative than not. I always make that known, but I try to be fair and objective in my assessment. I try to be. I'm not saying that I'm 100% objective, but I do my best to be. Maj Touré, libertarian, did not vote for Trump. Did not support Trump in a lot of ways because Maj Touré is a single issue voter. The Second Amendment is his one single issue that will make or break it. And and he and rightfully so, Trump was not good in a lot of areas when it concerns the Second Amendment. If you think he wasn't good on the Second Amendment, let's see what Biden does. I don't know what, what he will do or not do if he, in fact, wins when the, when the dust clears, which it's, it's pointing in that direction. But I don't know. I, I have no idea uh, which direction it, it's going to go when it's all said and done. But Maj Touré, a guy that by far and large was not a Trump supporter, but he was also not a person that was steepled in Trump derangement syndrome. He just he just didn't like um, um, Trump's Second Amendment stance. Even Maj Touré said this is a guy from Philly from the hood is like, nah, something something about this. This vote count ain't right. Even he said that even he said my people on the left, you got to admit something about this is super strange. This is my fear, and this is what I don't want. If Biden wins, I don't want four years of investigations and endless nothingness. Now, if there's some hard evidence of something that definitely definitely happened and somebody comes forward, by all means, let it fly. But what I don't want is four years of investigations and Biden derangement syndrome. I don't want to see conservatives do the same thing that that they got on liberals about with the Trump derangement syndrome. I don't want to see that that same thing. If you disagree with the man on policy, disagree on policy, say, here's why I don't agree with this policy and move on. We don't need this, this, this huge, this huge divide. Here's the scary thing. When I say scary thing, I want to, I want to make sure I'm very careful with my words because I don't like peddling fear. Y'all know me. I've said this in many of my Bible videos. I'm not a guy that likes to peddle fear, but I have to be honest about what I see. If the polarization continues and if people won't accept the results of this, this election. Now, look, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This election is probably the most contested election I've seen in my lifetime. I think even more contested and worse than the than the Bush Gore election. This is this is crazy. I'm I'm seeing people on both sides really go nuts. And for a person like me, the political homeless who leans conservative, right? That that doesn't mean that everything the conservative side of the aisle says that I'm just 100% on board. That's not true, but I lean more conservative because conservatism more times than not lines up with 
some Bible teachings. There's a reason I said that that way, because people listen to you, but they hear what they want to hear. I did not say conservatism is biblical. That is not what I said. I said more times than not, some conservative values, some line up with some biblical teachings. That's all I said. Um, Things that happen on the left, I'm not going to say that nothing on the left lines up with biblical teaching, but more often than not, there are things that happen on the left side of the political ideology that run completely contrary to the Bible, like not minute things that it's like, oh, you know, I'm talking about complete. So that's why I lean more conservative than not. But with all that being said, the fact that you have a guy like Maj Touré, who I believe is a, like I said, even though we disagree, he's a guy that I believe is objective. Even he's saying, nah, B, something ain't right. And I'm seeing a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot of people, even some people who are more left-leaning saying, hmm, there's something about this that's fishy. It just doesn't seem right. And I said on one of my, on my, uh, uh, something I posted on Instagram onto my story yesterday. Now this might get me banned. And this is where the, the, the tech censorship plays in the part here. If you have a thought contrary to the popular thought, you're banned. Here's my issue with that. Yes. Tech companies are private companies. I get all that argument. My, my libertarian brethren, I hear you, uh, my libertarian countrymen, I hear that argument. But we really have to address this issue. And I am not I'm not a guy for big government. I'm really not. But I don't know how this is solved by just allowing the free market to run its course. And the reason is these big tech companies are being allowed to bulldog smaller tech companies. So there is no competition. They, they've muscled out their competition and last time I checked, I'm, I'm, I was pretty sure that there was a law that that protected that very thing from being able to happen. But uh, apparently I'm mistaken. And if I'm mistaken, hey, I, there's no way I can know everything. And I will look into that uh, a little more deeply. But what I'm about to say may get me banned. It may get me banned off Instagram. This is my legitimate question. I'm not settling or I'm not selling a conspiracy theory. And there's a reason I say things in a certain way. So if I am banned, I at least have some recourse to say, hey, I had a question. Are questions not allowed? Like what kind of draconian thing are we under now? And here's my question. There is no doubt in my opinion. This is my opinion. I'm not a health expert, but there's no doubt in my mind that the reaction to coronavirus was definitely overblown. And my question is, was the reaction to coronavirus overblown for the sole purpose of selling all of us on mail-in ballots, a thing that would have never passed the smell test outside of a pandemic? It would have never passed the smell test because there's several reasons. It's easier to cheat with mail universal mail-in ballots. I'm not talking about absentee ballots. I'm talking about ballots that just go out. Many reports, even people I know personally who received 
mail-in ballots for people who no longer even live at the residence. There's reports of dead, dead people receiving mail-in ballots. Now, I can't validate all of those stories, but like I said, I know people personally who received mail-in ballots that did not belong to them. The chain of custody for these ballots is broken. There's no legitimate chain of custody. The idea of ballots rolling in after the election, after election day, well after election day, to me, that is problematic because this is what that allows. If I wanted to cheat an election, how easy would it be for me if I'm allowed time, space and mail in ballots to say, OK, how much are we losing in, in that election over there? OK, hurry, rush, get a 100,000 ballots over here and get 80,000 ballots over here because we're going to need those. It would be very, very easy. I'm not saying that that happened. I'm saying that that is a possibility with mail-in ballots. And I don't like that. Some Somebody's now I voted early. Um, someone said that early vote and mail-in ballots should never be allowed anymore. I'm not even necessarily against that. Uh, Maj Torres said this. He said election day should be somewhat of a holiday Moving forward, I kind of agree with him. Everyone should be off work. Voting should go until 10 p.m. The votes should be counted that night up until the next morning and a winner declared. There should be no votes outside of absentee ballots. And when I say absentee ballots, that is mostly people who work overseas and military members. Right, because you're not in the States at the time but you want to vote that should be the only mail-in ballots allowed you should have a time frame whereby you apply for your for your absentee ballot and you should have a time frame to mail that absentee ballot in this is what i believe should happen i don't believe votes should ever be allowed to come in a day after the election two days after election if it doesn't get there on election day it should not be allowed and that's not because of i want this person to win or i want this person to win it's because whoever wins we have to have integrity and trust in our elections and i'm telling you right now i do not trust what's happened now, i'm a rational guy right i like to believe i'm a rational guy i can say you know what i don't believe what happened in this election I believe there's a lot of fraud and I don't trust this process, but I can say, you know what? We're going to have to handle this legally. The problem is there is, and I, and I hesitate to say this, but there is a large groups of people on the left and the right that are not necessarily as rational and as willing to sit back and let the system do its work. They don't trust the system anymore. People on the left and the right. And my concern is that at some point, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, maybe it never happens. And I hope it never happens. But at some point, if this continues, we will end up with a second civil war. Now, what that second civil war will look like, whether it will be like the first civil war, whether it will be something different, I don't know. I said this to my son two years ago, two years ago, God is my witness. Me and my youngest son had this conversation and I said, son, with all the polarization, 
on the left and the right and the fact that people can't seem to have a conversation, I think the country is headed for a civil war because people won't sit down and talk and nobody will be rational. Me and him debated about it for a little bit and he brought up some very good counter arguments and I considered what he said. I think it was, I think it was earlier this year, my son came back to me and said, dad, I think you were actually right. I think you were correct. And the only reason th this is not about being right, but I don't play ostrich. I don't stick my head in the sand as though I don't see what's going on. And I don't want this. I want our country to be strong. The problem we're having right now is if we can't trust our elections, we can't have a strong country and a country divided won't stand. That doesn't mean you won't have political disagreements, you know, back and forth, but we got to be able to agree to disagree. And it seems like the ability to agree to disagree is diminishing. Also, what's diminishing is there's a lot of what's called cognitive dissonance. Things that we can legitimately see, things that don't seem right. There's people that just, oh, no. So this is my problem. For four years, we were told that Donald Trump colluded with Russia to compromise the election, that Russia compromised the election. We were preached that every day for four years. But now that people are saying, hey, wait, there's some some irregularities in this election. Like what's going on now? All of a sudden, the people who were screaming collusion and stolen election now no longer believe that an election can be stolen. That I, I'm having a hard time with that. Maybe it's just me. These are just my thoughts. You don't have to agree. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.